Welcome, everybody, to the 98th episode of the Party Invite Show. We got all four of us on deck again. I, these are my favorite weeks when we got the whole squad here. My name is Tegan. Over here, we got Chris, Chairman Mao himself. Yo! Chris Mowry. Uh, down <laughs> here, we've got Sovereign Sid. Where? Huh? Oh! Do not perceive me! And uh, over here, we have Vilos. That's me, and I got a free Sierra Mist from Taco Bell. Yay. But they're going out of style. Sierra Mist is dying, by the way. Yes, yeah, Sierra Mist is about to be <laughs> starry. It's probably superior anyway. Sierra Mist tastes like lemon butt. Okay. Are we, we chose violence today? This is Sierra Mist. Oh, is it a tragedy? I'm, that, I'm uh... drinking a whole lot of lemon butt today then. There we go. <laughs> Uh, well, Lemon Butt makes the fifth uh, member of our party here today, and all of us are here too. Uh, our purpose is to bring people a little bit closer together each week with uh, video games, those discussions, and, uh, you know, a friendly player experience. So each week, every Thursday night, we have the Party Invite Show, which comes in two parts. First, we've got the podcast, which begins right now, followed by the game stream. Uh, recently, we streamed a bunch of stuff, including Pentiment with our community. Last week, we streamed Spider Hack, which is a wonderful party game that people, everyone should be talking about it. Um, but this week, we are going to be playing uh, Hi-Fi Rush, a game that was just announced and released yesterday, surprisingly, uh, after the Bethesda Microsoft Showcase. So Sav over here will be playing that. Looking forward to that a lot. That'll be a good time. Um, but let's get started with our blissin' up. Something to put everybody in the good mood. Wow, Odysseus, that is a lot of butts in chat. Uh, we're going <laughs> to let that be saved to the archive because this man showed up prepared. Um, we, uh, just like dump trucks, we want to bring a little light into the world. Um, with blissin' up, we want to share uh, things gaming and non-gaming that made us smile this week. Uh, so I might start with mine. Um there is a Steam Fest going on right now. This was uh, uh, one of you was just talking about this, uh, Chris, um, with Steam World something build Steam World build uh, yep. just released and alongside it, uh, maybe by coincidence or very much on purpose, there is a Steam uh, base builder sale, uh, which has a bunch of stuff in it: um, Valheim, Planet Zoo, Age of Empires two. The sequel to Subnautica, which does exist. I definitely learned that before this week. I definitely knew there was a sequel to that game. Um, Fallout 76, and a good handful of others. Dwarf Fortress. Uh, I might give, throw some more at you later uh, near the end of the podcast. But um, a whole bunch of base builders. I love those games. In most of the survival team games we play, base building is just about my favorite part. Um, so highly recommend uh, checking that out. Don't sleep on that. This uh, Steam sale is from uh, the 23rd to the 30th, so it's already the 26th tonight. So through, what, early next week? Uh, yep, early next week we will have uh, all these games on sale, so to go check them out. Uh, that's the Steam Base Builder sale. Deadpool, I'm a homemaker? That's right. I love being a homemaker. You guys bring home <laughs> the, the bacon and the ant meat, you know, and uh, I'll turn it into something good. Uh, but who else? What's next? What uh, what made us smile this week? I'll go ahead. I didn't write anything down on the doc because I'm smart. But something that made me smile was a little something that I purchased. <gasps> -da 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 -da. I'll hold it up one more time. Deck family. 
Butamus. I got the the second one. Okay. The middle one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the the so there's there's one that only has like sixty four gigs, and then there was one that has like two hundred and something gigs. That's the one I got. Wait. So how um, how many are there versions are there total? A, a big and a small. There are three. Oh, three. So three. it's like the PlayStation Plus, the PlayStation Plus Plus, and the PlayStation Triple Plus. So you got two pluses. So well, there's um, the 64 gigabyte one, which is $400. And then there is the 256 gigabyte one, which is $530. And that's the one that Chris has. And then the one that yes. I have is the 512 gigabit one, which is uh, 650 But you're probably just guessing off the top of your head. You don't sound like you're very well acquainted like with that knowledge. Looking at I'm, the Steam page. I'm totally, definitely just encyclopedic knowledge of all technology whatsoever. It's amazing. I thought, about going for the, I thought about going for the cheaper one, but then I'm like, 64 gigs. It's like, there's so many games that just blow that completely out of the water immediately. Yeah. So you could only play also, any games on that. You get this nice case with it. Nice it carrying case. Very oh, nice. It looks like my switch case. The the case is like the same, but the logo on mine has like the blue circle. It's a blue oh, circle, but with the white. Just, uh... Yeah. It's a blue circle, but with a white curve. Hmm. And what version is uh, yours? Soft? Mine's the. The triple plus? <laughs> No, just kidding. Yeah, the, the yeah. Plus. Plus uh, live TV was that you on your like your typewriter, or I mean your like receipt machine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to break out the abacus for it. That's right. Let me uh, beep beep beep. Oh, according to my calculations, uh, I have the three pluses. Um, <laughs> really excited for you, Chris. Uh, yeah, we were talking before the show that uh, you know it can play a lot. There's a lot of stuff that has that checkbox that says uh, "good on deck." On Steam, that means that it play. It's supposed to play well on on your Steam Deck, uh, but we play a lot of Game Pass stuff. And while you can play Game Pass games, you'd have to kind of do a workaround, and that sometimes means uh, you know hangups and stuff. But sooner or later, they will have that official way to play Game Pass, which will be great, even though it's a Steam Deck. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got friends who use their Steam Decks as their work computer. That's a real thing, uh, because it's powerful as long as you know how to get it to do what you need. And I, I think it's just, it's wild that, like, I'm just so excited for any sort of trip now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we could, oh, how long's the flight? Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? I mean, you could have not worried about trips with a Nintendo Switch as well. I'm just saying, putting that out there, you know, you oh. still need to get one of those things. Yeah, but, you know. It's a Switch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with Chris. I'm team, I'll, I'll have a Steam Deck someday. And, uh, you know. How was your Sid? How was your plasticky smell when you opened up the uh, switch? Because this thing, it has got a plasticky smell that is insane. It just you came, almost it just, think something like might that, be that on fire. Smell? It left the factory like thirty six hours ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's fresh from the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's pungent. Uh, well, enjoy that uh, that nice pungent smell. Uh, while mm. you got it, you know, because uh, you, you know well. you don't know what you got till it's gone. Sometimes um, you just need a a pungent, a, a punch. Context in the is gut. so important. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry, uh, all of our audio <laughs> listeners for whatever you're imagining right now. Uh, it's beautiful. We're beautiful people, and we only talk about uh, attractive, exciting things. Uh, all right, so Chris, you you played the Steam Deck. Did you mention any of the games you actually played? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, but are we doing? Are we jumping uh, no, into no? No, you're right. Play? I'm just excited. I'm getting out of order here. Uh, all okay. right, enough with Chris. Enough with that Steam Deck. We're done talking about that. Quit bringing it up. All right. All right. Yeah. Done. Anyway, uh, Sav, what's up? What you been up to? 
So um, I have the triple super alpha plus uh, Steam Deck, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, for my Blizzard up, um, I actually have a new project that I'm working on. Ooh. And uh, so as you may have heard, I got the keys to our new apartment. We got our new keys and we're getting Google Fiber set up and everything. And so that's going to be done by the time we actually like finish moving in and all that whatnot. And um, as much as I love this lovely backup, you know, behind me, a little backdrop of all my art and everything and my plushies and stuff. Um, I'm not going to have room for all of that in my new room. Unfortunately, I will be downsizing. So uh. I have a new project, which is to uh, decorate, like find a new layout and stuff and inspiration and all that for my new streaming room. And I'm super oh, yeah. duper excited. Heck yeah. I just ordered some like soundproofing panels that are like textured Ooh. and like they have different elevations on them and stuff. That's so an upgrade. I'm going to get a plant maybe. I'm excited. Oh, dip. <laughs> You know, I've played played up. You get extra decor for that. You get uh, it's charming when you put a plant in there. We'll see how charming it is when the cats get into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking yeah. of which, man, I don't think I've watered the plant in our living room in like a month. I hope Lizzie's watered that thing. Uh, all right. <laughs> no, it did. <laughs> well, I'm just sitting in the living room, like water would be nice. <laughs> it's uh, it's a monstera, so it lasts forever. But also, like we've had to, a couple times stop Kitty from eating it because it is toxic. Uh, so you know. If it did die, it'd be sad because they're pretty, but, eh, you know, uh, Kitty lives here, not the plant. So, uh, yeah, that's that's exciting, but it's like, a, it's like a big move, you know? Like, anytime you pick up and move anything, uh, not the least of which is your stream setup, uh, that's a whole, uh, you know, a whole thing. Are you the kind of person who moves in uh, pretty quickly, like you make your space actually lived in? pretty quickly after you move in or are you like me where it doesn't look like you've moved in almost until the time it is to move out i like hosting people and having guests and things like that so i try to make sure pretty quickly that everything's like ship shape before i like consider it really settled in you know that's the um, really the smart move that's really the only move uh, but uh some of us aren't so good at making the right move you know um so i'm excited for you um yeah you've got you've had uh in the past year you've probably had three different setups you have the current one you have the side one with your posters and your like sombra sombra plushy pillow right. uh they're right next to you and didn't you have another one before that or am i making that up maybe i'm making it well up. i've i no, i've rearranged my room like this one is the latest one and then before i moved into the master bedroom which is where i am now um i was in like the office room or whatever and i rearranged that like twice so that sounds right Okay. Uh, well, that was a very important detail that everyone at home would needed me to ask you. We had several emails. In fact, our email went down because so many people asked me to ask you that. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'll be excited to see you on the other side. Uh, you know, it's uh, an exciting change to do that stuff, and it's uh, an opportunity to grow. I will be looking for pictures of those acoustic panels, though. So. Oh, I'm super excited. Yeah, be uh, be prepared. All right, Vilos. And everything too. Ah. Uh, do, do, uh, you know, do, do you have anything for the uh, class here? I mean, in theory, in theory, I do have something. Um, it's called this big fucking box. Hold on. The BFB. Oh, oh. I don't know if you could say that on, uh, I don't know if you'd say that on Twitch. <laughs> oh, let's see. Hold on. Let me, uh, let's get, let's get Vilos full screened here. Let's check this out. Oh, baby.
No, it's nailing it. That's thick. So, yeah, uh, they, they might not be able to Oh, my gosh, because I... Can they not hear me at all? No, they can hear you now. Right. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, Violence. <laughs> but, no, they could not hear you before because I'm stupid. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> yeah, for everybody in chat, uh, this is the Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Engage Divine Edition. Uh, as you can see, sorry for the blurb, but uh, everything behind me is horrible. So um, we've got the back of this here. Inside is a beautiful art book, uh, some art cards, a still book, uh, and the normal game case, but holy shit, worth a hundred dollars. Yes, it is one of the prettiest things. Wait, a hundred dollars? You know, a hundred dollar editions are my thing. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> I, think, I think there are still some you can find uh, because Nintendo did go all out in uh, in ordering these. So yeah, I yeah, see one I right now on screen. That's mine. You know. <laughs> I'm, I'm the sovereign pay taxes. Clickety. If we talk about Metroid Dread, we we might have some sort of deal there, but hmm. you know, that's the one. That. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, well, wonderful. Um, man, so you and Chris both got st fancy stuff in the mail. Well, if you count the acoustic panels, uh, uh, all three of you did. And if we really want to uh, embarrass ourselves, all four of us did because I tried the other day to install my um, my M.2 uh, thing, my um, M.2 solid state into my motherboard for the first time. So when I upgraded my motherboard, I had two, I have now two slots for these things. But even though my old one had a slot, I never used it. It just hadn't come up. I didn't take advantage of it. Well, now I, I bought two and I was like, I'm finally going to install them. This is going to be great. And I I lost the screws. I can't install them. I They used the tiny, the smallest screws I've literally ever seen in my whole life. I was even using a magnetic screwdriver to try to install them. Lost them both within like five minutes. So uh, I have to order more screws to be able to install the hardware. But I'm going to order like 10 screws. I'm going to drop them everywhere in the case by accident, but at least one of them will survive. You um, and that thing had one job. One job. It, um, it really hurt. It was like I was staring at the screw on the end of my screwdriver, and then it just wasn't there anymore. And I looked everywhere. I even shook the case. I turned it upside down and all this stuff. It just, you know, it's like a dirty suck. It was just, it was just gone. This, you know, How could this happen to me? Some people think magic isn't real, but I've seen it. Right. No, there's like little elves that come into your house and they steal all your socks. That's right. These are, yes. yeah, these are um, the type of elves that steal screws, but I don't want to give them a name because I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll go over well. Um, anyway, so now that we've all gotten four wonderful packages, um, let's talk about uh, the things that we've been playing on some of those packages. Uh, Chris, can we start with you? Just because I'm so excited uh, to hear more about this Steam Deck. Yes. So, um... Of course, uh, we just we started our new stream schedule two weeks ago now. Heck yeah! Uh, so Thomas is on Mondays uh, with you with the uh, this time it'll be different. Uh, is that a question? Yes, that's what it's called. Hell yeah! yeah I just wanted to, I always <laughs> I screw up with one or two words in there. I wanted to make sure it was right. Uh, fair enough. Um, and then uh, Chairman Mao's Mauditorium, which is working perfectly for the vibes of Warhammer 40k Chaos Gate. Yep. 
Day Man Hunters. <laughs> Day Man Hunters. Uh, it's some good stuff. Chris, I, I tuned in live for some of your stream this week, uh, just because schedule stuff. And uh, I went back today and I watched the whole thing. Um, yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about Chaos Gate a little bit. Uh, you restarted your game, which is fair because I today, just today was yeah. playing my restarted Frostpunk file where I was like, okay, I did so bad on the tutorial the first time, I'm just going to restart the tutorial and not lose half of my population in the first day. Um, and we'll give good. it another shot. So I'm doing a lot better. Of course, it's times is still hard, but uh, Chaos Gate seemed to be... Uh, a similar situation for you where you were like, yo, I, I do want to like succeed a little in this, in this very difficult game. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't progress the game. I kept like everyone would die, die, not just be like, Ooh, this person's severely wounded and it's going to take them, you know, however many days to get healed. Right. And then they'll be fine. You know, none of that. It was literally everyone was dying in the field on every mission I went to. And I was like, okay, I'm going to bump it back down because it starts you. It says standard is the way to play. It says the way the game was intended to be played. But the game that it, when you first booted up, it starts you there. Then when you like I they had an update, it starts you on merciful, which is the one below it, which is rookie. Right. So when they updated the game, they were like, yeah, no, it should be this. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard. Uh, so, yeah, I'm finally you know, able to progress, having a lot of fun with it. Um, and I started naming everybody from, uh, you know, members of our community. You get to, just like XCOM, you get to, you know, uh, customize your characters a little bit. Um, it's all dudes. Um, sorry, Sav. Uh, because she she was like, hey, can I, uh, I would like, can I be a girl? And I was like, I don't uh... think there's an option to, because it's, you know, Space Hulk whatever jesus I it's i think What's it's the same for has a daughter Ex exactly That's yeah it's like Gears of War, they're like but there is one woman in demon and demon hunters yeah she's but... a uh inquisitor mm -hmm. is that and i guess is that the woman that... who's like super badass at the comms table all the time like the man yes table? the british lady or whatever yeah, yeah. man everybody's yeah. so tough and scarred up and just they don't smile very often you know no no no, no. there's no happy times no um so We've got some of the crew here. We got Sovereign Sid Storm. Uh, so you get, you get to give them the first name, and then you get to give the last name is, you know, lore base. So Sid Storm, that's, I like that one. Um, this one's way up there for, for best name Odysseus Palamedes. Yeah, if, so good. if that's not a it's legendary so name, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's and literally like a epic name. He's like a machine gunner. Uh, who also does a little support, little health. Uh, uh, Sovereign Sid's uh, a rogue, basically, that can teleport behind people and stab them with uh, dual swords. Yeah, but Chris, how many how many people can she teleport stab with her lightning swords in one turn? You know, just like I do in real life. Yeah. So a lot. Uh, so I have, um, you have three action points, or you can increase those later on. Uh, but you also have willpower, which allows you to like do your special abilities. And for Sid, I, I've stacked her willpower, so she has 10 willpower, where all the other characters have, like, 3 or 5. Um, so wow. she can literally, like, warp all over the battlefield all the time. Um, I'm a strong, independent black woman, hey! <laughs> we have uh, uh, Oh Man Steve-O here uh, with Steve Harn, 
H A R N E, which is just um, he's got a he's got a uh, a pokey stick uh, that he uses. He also wears big gigantic armor, and he also just got a wep- a ranged weapon upgrade today, so he's doing very good. Dus Rugen also uh, up for name of the name of the game. That is like the fact that it was like Rugen. And I was like, oh, sorry, just a little short, uh, right, Russ so, Dugan. And then I, I think Odysseus said, Dus Rugen. And I go, perfect. Yep. Uh, for those at home, Russ, Russ Dugan is his name and his username and all that stuff. And so he's so perfect. When when we told him this, because he wasn't here as it happened live, but he showed up later. Uh, when he told him this, he's like, oh, yeah, actually, that's what of another friend of mine calls me. Like, see, so Dust Rugen is actually a name that he has been called before. So it's like, okay, that was excellent use of surname, you know? Uh, when art imitates life. And he's a great healer, very supportive uh, in the game. Well, uh, just like real life. Your friendly neighborhood, like uh, you know, what are these guys? Grey Knight? Grey Knights? Yeah. Grey Knights, yep. Um, also love this Tegan Kern. They took our jobs! You know, <laughs> they, uh, there's nothing better than Kern. It's the uh, most amazing. He's got a big, thing. he's got a big hammer. Uh, he goes bonking with it. He also just got a ranged upgrade, amazing. uh, because he also has to run from far away usually because he's so bulky, bulky and hammery I mean, that the he really not needs, that, you know, it's not that big. a better, better ranged weapon. Uh, we have Shani Sorak, who is a heavy machine gunner. Shani Sorak. Hell yeah. Shani, Shani Sorak. This one also very good for a name. He is uh, going to be doing a lot of shielding and a lot of support. Pram Ram Kane. <laughs> is that K with a, uh, Kane with a K? With a K, yes, correct. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And then, and then uh, I have a open character that I need to name here. Then I also have Vilos Vortimer. Hell yeah. My favorite wizard. Has a very sweet <laughs> ass sword. Um, nice. And he's the same class as Devi, but I'll probably have him go a different path so he's not warping all over the place, but he's doing some other cool stuff. I'll just take so, all yeah. the horse trauma, yeah. <laughs> really enjoying that. Um, if everybody's liking it, I can, you know, especially since we're getting more names and stuff in there, um, I can keep streaming it. Uh but who knows? There might be something else this week that ends up getting streamed, but we'll, I mean, soon, we'll soon find out. I know I'm having a good time. Well, chat, you heard it here first. If you want your name in uh, as one of the Grey Knights, you submit it to us across any of our socials or here on Twitch. Uh, it's lots of Chris. You did, really did good work with those. When I saw it, when when you were reading them out loud, I was like, damn, those uh, those. Oh, I you know I spent some time. This wasn't just willy nilly naming out here. No, you got to put in the work to care about your soldiers. That's right. Uh, well, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You're doing well. Nobody's dead on your new campaign, it seems. Nobody's dead, but today, oh boy, got very close. There was like, Thomas, you were doing fine because you're, you're armored oh, up. You don't have to tell me. Yeah, I know. Uh, but <laughs> Sid and Odysseus got very, very, very low. Uh, before we were extracted. Like, if there was one more turn, it would not have been good. Hold it together, guys. You gotta... I know. Man. Um, well, they'll they'll learn. They'll, they're still rookies yet, you know. Um, yeah, they're pretty low level. That game... I, Chris, in one in run round, you had uh, your extra perk thing was like, don't use... You know, your challenge for this round or for this mission is to not use a grenade. And he... The game threw, like, 
30 enemies. And I don't think that's yeah. an exaggeration. I think there were at least 30 yeah. enemies on screen. And you yeah. kept joking that you were like, wow, that's a lot. But at least it's less than my last playthrough. Okay, now we're getting a little closer to my last playthrough. Okay, this is more than my last playthrough. <laughs> Where It was just an absolute waterfall of enemy bodies. And uh, even like some of them are spawning more enemies. It was just pandemonium. Uh, it's interesting to see. So it's Warhammer 40k. I've only played the one session of Dark Tide with you uh, and a couple people in the past month or two. Only Warhammer game I've ever played that I've ever played. Um, but it's like like uh, it's like Left for Dead and Back for Blood, right? So this game is doing a cool job of showing that this world really is just an onslaught of huge numbers of enemies all the time. Um, yeah. Because when you see that in a shooter, you're just like, okay, this kind of wacky arcadey. But when you see something like this. Uh, I don't think I would describe it as arcadey. Uh, you know, it, it just seems like it makes a little more sense of, oh, these enemies are literally just berserk running at your field of fire. And that's, you know, their whole thing is they just, they don't have real tactics. They just have huge numbers. Listen, um, they have faith. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's true. right. They do have faith. Um, <laughs> there is some characters that I've come across recently that are armored and they also heal themselves. Um, so if you don't break their armor and, like, start whittling down their health right away, like, in, like, large amounts, then on their next turn, they'll kind of run away and hide really quick and then, like, give themselves a heal and then get back in the fight. Was that the same one that used the, like, field of weakness or whatever? Where it yes. was, like, it survived long enough and then it was like, oh, dip, it spawned eggs that are going to hatch and anything, I think including it, that stands in this field of yucky green nastiness um, so that was part of that that's part of that meter that fills up at the top that oh. are those bad triggers that happen um, right. so that can can either trigger like more reinforcements to show up or like this big green icky area that if you stand in it it makes you weaker um it can trigger all kinds of it triggered a uh uh something called a corpse um not a corpse revival but something like that where all of a sudden there was these four or five like green spots over them when it was my turn to attack or like on the ground and it just had like little like swords on top of them meaning like oh you need to go attack these and if you don't pox walkers pop out pox walker gift is what it's called pox um, walker gift yes yuck um i don't and want literally it. they will they will literally just spawn out of the ground if you don't attack those use your action points to not take out the other enemies around it'll spawn like little pox walkers that will fuck with you yeah uh so. well cool well i've asked you a bunch of questions but uh hopefully we'll see more chads at chaos gate uh next week i would love to certainly um but you still had some other stuff on here i want to make sure that uh you mentioned everything you wanted to before we oh, move yeah on. yeah 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 really really fast uh part of having a steam deck is being overwhelmed on what to play and being like, I don't know what to play on here. Uh, so it's download a whole bunch of shit and then start playing it and then figure out what you actually want to play on it. Um, so I did that. Um, I downloaded it. Well, I had already had this in my, uh, in my library, but um, it's my first time really, really sitting down with it. Uh, it's this game called Night Call from Raw Fury. This oh, came yeah. out... In I want to say 2017, 2018, something like that. Um, 
But uh, this was around the time that I started doing like uh, reviews and stuff. Uh, and I had a few of them for my old podcast. Um, and they sent Raw Fury was like, here's a bundle of like five games. Um, and uh, one of them was Night Call. And I remember kind of playing it for like a few minutes and being like, ah, oh, this isn't. I don't want to play. This isn't what I want to be playing right now. Yeah. Um, but on something like the Steam Deck, I was like, that'll be great because it's, you know, you sort of visual novel-esque. A lot of talking and, and picking your, uh, your, um, your uh, you know, uh, choices of what you want to say. Uh, but basically, you're a, you're a taxi driver in Paris uh, who's attacked by a serial killer called the Judge. The um, Judge. That you is, is uh, uh, you know, wreaking havoc in Paris. You wake up from a coma. Uh, after being attacked, um, and uh, basically the police are asking for your help trying to figure out who this killer is because you're the only person to survive um, his attacks. So you are a cab driver. So you literally just drive your cab around and talk to people, um, and you'll pick them up and they'll sit there and talk with you about whatever. Um, but from some of those conversations, you can start piecing together clues. Um, there's areas that you can go to to investigate. Um, maybe the cop will give you some clues to go check out. Uh, but it's just interesting. The The visual style is very cinematic and cool. Um, the whole the way that it works on Steam Deck and how it worked on um, PC, too, is the screen is kind of split in half. And the top half of it is like your map. And the bottom half is um, like a camera view of you driving your... Uh, your taxi with the person in the back and all of the uh, dialogue going back and forth. Um, it's not voice acted. Um, so you're reading a lot, uh, but it is very, just the visual style is very cool. The music is very cool. It's very tone setting. So um, like somebody gets in your car and they're a little goofy, the music will be lighter and more playful. And then like, as something changes in what they're telling you, maybe you'll hear the music just totally shift. And now you're in like a different music's very good. Style's very good. Um, it feels really cool to, I, I'm still like trying to wrap my head around the, um, there's like a, a corkboard mechanic where you're kind of moving clues around and like putting them under different suspects and things. The thing that I will say that is very incredibly frustrating about this game, and I don't understand why this is, I deleted the save that I had originally like, barely started. And I started a brand new save and started playing again. And it was still telling me that I had already met people. Uh, and I'm like, I, yeah, when I played the game for five minutes three years ago. Um, so, like, oh, people. Oh, no, that's. Yes. And people get into the car and it'll be like, oh, you've already met this person. And so, like, they just skip all of the other stuff i guess it's because there's like several different cases i guess that you can take on the first one is just the judge and there's a couple others um i was like oh i'll just do the introductory one and like it's this this one lady who's like a, a prostitute that you know that you sometimes give rides home from work she like got in the car and like started talking to me like she knew me and i'm like i don't understand who this person is or my relationship to them except for now, halfway through our dialogue conversation, I'm starting to get it. You know, like, they'll say things like, I've already told you before, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't understand how, when I deleted a save, it still saved that I had met these people. Like, no, just delete 
everything. So to be clear, you're sure that it's not on purpose, like that's not purposely how it is where they're like, I've met you before you've played the game, right? Like pre- Yes, because when I, when I opened the, um, yes, because I remember specifically when I played this before, when I played for the 10 or 15 minutes, a, this female cop got into my car and started talking crazy to me being like, something's not right about you, blah, 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 blah. Don't remember specifics, but then like while I'm playing this new save, you start talking to a friend of yours in the car and the, and you're like being like, yeah, this cop wasn't very nice to me, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't remember that really. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, if I've deleted the save, wipe it clean. There's no way to wipe it clean. Like, I don't understand how you can't just clean slate it because when I opened up like the all the pictures of people it's like oh you've already met four of these people and I'm like oh. right uh well sorry no. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, so that sounds really like cool. a pretty good Steam Deck experience uh, it's really cool um, it's it's really good for a Steam Deck experience especially like a it's more like a I'm gonna read a book before going to bed or like just get into like a um a certain uh, well, mood. The night read, you know. Oh, like a um, night read. Like Frostpunk has Britigan. Something to wind yeah, up with. Exactly. Yes. Um, and it's 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 really dark sometimes, and like in ways that I'm like, is everybody just incredibly sad with way more deep shit going on than just whatever you know? Like you know, I'm the game is in grayscale. Yeah, so. I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's literally in black and white. Uh, so I'm like, at parts of it, I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Why weren't more people talking about this? And then at other times, I'm like, huh, that was a weird interaction. You're that like, we just I know what I'm going to be talking about about this. It's broken. <laughs> it's yeah, it's weird. Um, but uh, it's cool. I, I enjoy it. Um, and once I finish like the first thing, it might be something that is streamable. Uh, because once I've beaten the first um case there's other cases to take on um so uh fun noir stuff if you're into mysteries and such things figuring out who done it um but also like thomas said there is a uh there's a sale going on on steam uh the uh the builder, builder sale yep base yeah. builder sale base builder sale um part of that i think was because they just did this demo drop for SteamWorld Build. And so all of the SteamWorld games were on sale. And I specifically remember um, Giant Bomb always, like, really pushing um, the SteamWorld games, like, saying, hey, these are really great. Like, specifically SteamWorld Dig 2 and SteamWorld Quest. Uh, so I got, like, both those games for 10 bucks total. Seems and... Good. I was like, I'm going to play these on Steam Deck. SteamWorld Dig 2 is so good. It is a Metroidvania. Um, it doesn't seem to be roguelite in any way, except when you die, you just like start back at the town and then have to head back into the, into the caves. Um, but uh, it's really cool. It's beautiful. Um, the music is really good. Um, pretty much every upgrade I've gotten so far, I'm like, this is substantial and really helps me. Basically, the kind of pitch of it, which I didn't play the first game, uh, but this is the one that, you know, I remember Giant Bomb really pushing me, like, this game's great, um, is 
the character from the first game is lost in these mines and you have to go find them. That sounds like familiar. That sounds like a uh, a Spelunk. A Spelunk 2, yeah. also similar. Oh, they're lost in the mines or in the caves. Go find them. Um, so you're trying to find that person um, and uh, you get to this town. They're having all these issues with their mine. So you just start mine and you have a pickaxe, uh, breaking away dirt, but you also have like a lamp that'll start losing light the farther and farther you go down. Like you just have like a like a lantern level that'll just keep your oil will keep dissipating and dissipating and dissipating. Then when it gets too dark, you can't really see where you're going. So that means you need to get back to the surface and refill your lantern, go back in. Um, and there's tubes that'll get you like farther and farther, farther down. Um, but it's really, it's really, really well made. Um, I believe. <laughs> okay. Everybody saw the line, right? Yeah. I was just like, what? What's the that? review, the review, it was like, yeah. I whooped and hollered like a demented seal. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but uh, this came out in 2017. So I'd have to see what other uh, Metroidvania um, roguelite games came out that year. But um, yeah, man, this one, I knew that. People said it was good, but I just never got around to playing it. Once the sale hit, I was like, I'm grabbing that for sure. Um, and it's been great. So I'm sure it had a lot of competition. Uh, indie games have a uh, way of uh, being like, oh, Metroidvanias are super popular right now. Let's pump out a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, so maybe this came out at a wrong time, but it's really, really good. So if you see, it's on sale for like $4.99 or something right now on Steam. So um Really, really good, uh, and I'm hoping that Steam Quest is is just as good, which I know is like a card battler turn based thing. Uh, but yeah, you know, just literally dabbling in a little bit of everything. I even played a little Portal uh, the other day just to play stuff on the Steam Deck. You know? Yeah. Well, that's a lot that's... of stuff, my friend. You know, you were going a while there without playing a, much of anything, kinda. You know, uh, you had a little drought there, so it seems like you're back on top. But I still sort of feel in a drought. Like, I'm playing a lot of things, but I'm not playing like a... I don't know. There's not anything I'm playing right now where I'm like, I can't put this down. It's, you know, it's a... All right, I'm done with this for a while. Yeah. I'm going to go set that down for... Maybe I won't even play it for the rest of the day. Maybe that's a... Maybe that's a tomorrow or the next day kind of thing. But... You had a tail pop up there, Thomas. I do. Man, you guys don't miss anything. Yeah, kitty, kitty's uh, <laughs> climbing around. Um, um, just a, a heads up for Chris on that 2017 list. The funniest thing is that you're absolutely right about Metroidvanias that year. Uh, so we got Death's Gambit, which is phenomenal. I played played some of the uh, Death's Gambit Afterlife. Time Spinner, which is incredible. Just big, uh, yeah. Rain World, which is not as well known, but it's also wildly unique in the, the really scene. popular right now actually yeah katana zero katana zero <laughs> yeah. and, uh, sundered. and what was the last one oh, sundered oh yeah oh fucking oh, yeah. sundered is so good it, it was not alone in the metroidvania field no like for real um well that's uh that's a lot of stuff and yeah i mean chats in here um mentioning all sorts of stuff we could play uh on steam as well it's uh steam season I it I've had to I've been trying to learn how to better use my uh, stream deck. Now that I'm saying stream deck and Steam deck at the same time, it's really not making anything easy for me. Um, 
oof is how I feel about that. Uh, but I'm excited. Big oof. Uh, well, you know what, Vilos, can we hear a little bit more about uh, what you've been playing? No. Okay. All right, and <laughs> All right. that's it. That's the pod. <laughs> um, so yeah, I am not talking about Fire Emblem this week because I did not play enough of it to explode about it. You know, I mean, um, what? Only like twenty hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I I put down on the list uh, a game called Will Die Alone. It sounds drab. Well, it does. Yeah. <laughs> but is it um, grayscale no uh the fun thing about uh will die alone besides the title uh being extremely you know foreboding and everything um as this video shows this the entirety of this game is maximum 30 minutes uh 45 if you want to take it slow and make the right choices but it's basically playing severance the tv show on apple um oh that's the whole point <laughs> is that you are, you just, you get this job at uh, DeWitt Corp or whatever. Uh, I think that's the name of the corporation. And the whole point of your job is uh, technically different from severance, but the whole point of your job is to erase memories of particular people. And in doing so, oh. you have to change uh, the future by doing that. Uh, well, not, not, technically change the future but change their future in doing so right so the point is it gives you hey this guy uh divorced uh and like he died alone because he he got divorced and there's like a, a timeline of things that they did that you can choose from uh particular memories and you have to choose the right one to delete otherwise <laughs> it uh it does this quick little um graphic of like it, it kind of treats these games or treats these moments as like Polaroids. So you see this new image pop up and then it tells you another new timeline and it's basically um okay he made this choice, he made this choice, he made this choice, he will die alone. <laughs> it's like fuck. Okay, well on to the next one. Oh man. And um you only have like four people in the main part of the game. There's a, a side story that's technically a prequel. But seriously you can play the entirety of the game in 45 minutes. Uh, it's it's very quick, but very poignant. Um, and I, I think that really this trailer even tells you all you really need to know about it. Uh, it's it's very much uh, looks like a browser, like you are just this person at the computer doing your quick little button presses. But I played it. I played through it on Switch and it was it was easy enough to, to deal with. It wasn't hard because there was no actual mouse, but um, it's definitely a really cool experience a good concept and it's one of those games that's just like okay i bought it for two dollars on sale uh it it was worth its time um i would play a bigger version of it unfortunately we just don't have that bigger version yet so um, um do you know if the yeah. developer has any other games or if there are any in the works or anything sometimes the game that you know even people like you who are very in tune to like underground titles. I mean, Vilos, you'll find, you'll find hidden gems in places where I'm like, how, what rock did you search under to find this thing? And it's got some backstory. Um, a lot of times when I stumble on a game like that, it ends up being like their second game. And they had some mysterious first game that no one heard of three years ago. 
so I, I'm looking at a game like that. And I'm like, is that their first game or their second game? Because um, it's yeah, and they're actually a, a really cool person. I didn't do a whole lot of research on them, but the the creator's name is Ariana Ravioli. <laughs> well, I love that. <laughs> yeah, and so um, this this is a very new game. So I I think they're actually like recently out of college because um, Will Die Alone was uh, got them an award. So uh, oh wow, it got the uh, 2021 IULM Merit Award, uh, and yeah, they're they're one of those like kind of freelance narrative designers that I'm really into, because <laughs> there's a ton of them on Twitter. Like that's one of my favorite things to to do is find a narrative designer that's just going around and doing these these cool little story bits for all these games. Um, yeah, and that's what they seem to be doing right now. Uh, but you're right as far as these indies that is how they work uh the people that want to tell these stories they get into a very particular niche some of them are doing it via school um but like this person in particular has uh projects like the their first game it says uh, from their straight from their website my first game a narrative experience that started as a final project for my masters of arts in game design oh. uh was published on steam and consoles uh by fantastico studio like that's really cool that, that that's how you get a game out there. Um, yeah. And yeah, this this was actually officially their their first game. That's cool. That's so cool. It's like Game Dev Tycoon, but like in real life. <laughs> but for real. Oh, that's yeah. great. I just watched well, Shani. Well, you and I both watched Shani play uh, Game <laughs> Dev Tycoon in Discord this week. It was a good time. Uh, I've got a screenshot. Just with game Dev Story, which is very, very similar, but on the phone. Oh my gosh, that's like <laughs> Golf Story and Golf for Everyone, and everybody's golf. Like they're all somehow different. I don't know. <laughs> what the golf is different. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's gonna be Clash of Golf soon, or oh know, no, <laughs> Golf of Legends. That's the golf next... versus zombies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we can't say these things. We'll accidentally speak them into. Uh, into reality. No, it's too late now. Uh, well, that was Will Die Alone. That's interesting, and that is that's like your Vilos Vilos uh, indie moment there. Um, yeah, I really highly suggest uh, checking it out if possible. Um, I think it it goes under two dollars sometimes. Uh, but yeah, you can easily find it on Steam or Switch. Um, I that's mean, this two fifty Ari- right now. Yeah, uh, Ariana Ravioli. I'm looking at their portfolio, and they even have. Uh, they even have like resumes that they set up in the same way. It says, uh, lar- like large black letters, a name, and then her memories, her future. Like it- it's just a whole vibe, uh, visually, and uh, it- it'll tug at your heartstrings. Just just know that there is, uh, there is a content and or trigger warning, um, at the very beginning of the game, just in case you have uh, depressive tendencies and and might get triggered. But it's a very good game. I just love that I can't hear her name without smiling. <laughs> it's so True. lovely. Yeah, that is that. You know, I mean, it reminds me, uh, Vilos of um, Victoria Tran uh, from Among Us, right? Because it's like the vibe you put into your work is also your personal. Vi- it's all a whole thing. It's you know exactly. It it's either like they're always on or they're very good at make you know making a persona for their creative self uh but either way well done 
Um, I mean, that made me smile. You know, this whole thing has been great. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know where the ravioli comes from. <laughs> uh, Italy, maybe. Um, yeah, I was gonna say Italy. Uh, but um, but I actually don't know that. I don't know that. Uh, anyway, before we get too deep into more ravioli puns, because if we stay here too long, it will happen. Um, I wish you good luck, Phylos, on your uh, Fire Emblem journey after you showed us that. Is that the collector's edition? Uh, is that oh, what yeah. it's called that you showed us earlier? Divine edition. Divine edition. Yeah. Uh, oh. What a knockout. Uh, <laughs> that is, uh, that's really exciting. So I'm excited to, to probably hear more from you next week. I mean, I hope I hear uh, more from you next week because that'll, be, that'll mean you had a chance to really sink more time into it. Um, I'm happy for you. Really, uh, I, I want to see that. And hey, if you ever feel like uh, streaming any of that, you know, anywhere where I can watch live and in living color, I wouldn't be mad about it. Um, but let's, uh, Sav, let's talk about you. Let's talk about a little splitty split, yeah. a throwback favorite. Well, um, I'm actually kind of sad that I didn't feature DKO as my game this week because <laughs> you made the perfect segue for it. Like <laughs> Uh, before I do get into Splitgate, though, I do want to mention I've been playing a game. I'm putting some like time syncing um, into a game called Mech Arena. And um, Odysseus actually watched me play this while he was doing something uh, in Discord. And um, it's basically just like elevator pitch. It's like you're in a mech and you shoot other mechs and that's the game. <laughs> yeah. um, it's made by the same people who did, uh, what's it called? Uh, Shadow Legends. What's it called? Raid, yeah. Raid. Raid, thank you. I was going to say Riot, but that's not right. Raid Shadow, uh, Raid Shadow Legends, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's obviously very like, hey, while you're here, why don't you buy this game package? Oh, look, look at that. You just got a new weapon. A weapon? Look, you could buy a thing for that. Oh, okay. Well, how about this upgrade? You could buy that too. Like as soon as you log in, you're just bombarded with all the stuff that you could buy with in-game money. Of course, I don't um, because uh, it's not $100, so I don't roll that way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but it's been a lot of fun, you know, like if I'm doing something, waiting for like a video to render or just hanging out in Discord, watching other people do stuff, I'll just lo log on, do my dailies and shoot some shoot some guns. And it's pretty, it's pretty nice. That is nice. Uh, I see Vincent in chat, um, who's the first person who showed me a mech battler. I can't remember what genre it was even, but uh, I want to read it this out loud. It Super Mecha Champions. That sounds right. Uh, yeah, because we played that together in the past too. Well, he says, uh, I love being and or shooting mechs. True words have never just, been spoken. Yes, custom robo count as a mech game. God, I wish we got another custom robo. It was so good. It was so good. That's the game that needs to... When they start doing virtual console on Switch for GameCube games, that needs to come there. <laughs> that and Sonic Adventure 2. Those are the only games I need. And uh, wait, no. Well, we already got um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. But then Tales of Symphonia. Okay, those are the only games we need. Yep, yeah. Uh, but moving on to the game that I actually am featuring this week. Um, it is Splitgate. I jumped back into Splitgate uh, after I finished streaming on the D DKO channel. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm still in the mood to stream, but I didn't want to stream anymore like DKO that night. So um, I went live on my own channel and played a bunch of Splitgate. And it was so much fun to like hop back into the splitgate sphere, I guess you could call it. Um, especially considering the studio has quote unquote closed the doors on its development. So they're not going to be working on the game anymore. Um, any updates that. that they had planned, you know. In the future, I think they're still going to come out because, you know, they're already like built and planned and all that whatnot. But uh, as of for now, they're not going to be supporting it like in the future. And they're going to be putting all of their endeavors into uh, the next game, which you can actually sign up to be on a newsletter to receive updates about. Oh, I don't know how to do that, like on social media. But if you log into Splitgate, um, there's like a little prompt on there that's like sign up for the newsletter and then it'll take you to the, to the thing. So 
It's nice. supposed to be like a spiritual, a spiritual sequel to Splitgate. So I'm hoping that they'll take everything that they've learned from Splitgate being in early access for like three years before mm-hmm. finally launching. <laughs> and, um, you know, put it in that game. And I hope that they finally change the, the name of the window. Because oh, from like Portal Wars? Yeah, it's still Portal Wars. The game actually <laughs> froze on me when I was playing last night and I had to control all or control shift escape to open task manager. And it still said Portal Wars Portal Wars dot exe um in the, you know They literally never fixed it in the entire development of the whole game. <laughs> wow. But it's so good because I mean that's basically what it is. It's it's portal with Halo. So yeah, it's good stuff. Remember before Infinite came out, we were like, is this the, uh, you know, is this the Halo killer? And then Halo came out and it turned out there was room for both of them. But then Halo couldn't keep up. And uh, then Splitgate was the new Halo, you know. Um, and then it died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bummer that uh, Halo didn't turn out better. But, um, you know, the the like fresh experience of mixing those uh, shooter mechanics with the wild physics mind-bending element of like shooting around corners, you know, uh, makes you feel really cool. You don't even have to be good at split gate to feel uh, like a pretty cool guy, you know, lots of cool guy moments, uh, trademark. I was really, I was really good at oddball in that. It's fun smacking people with the ball. It is because you just lunk, like literally with both your hands, you just smack them upside the skull. It's so fun. It's so fun. It's one of the only games that I like. I actually like the oddball mode, in, mm-hmm. um, which is funny to say because DKO recently re-released their oddball. They took it off the rotation to fix some tweaks and stuff and balances with it. It came back and it's actually a lot better now. It's back, baby. It. It's nice. back. So we'll see how it evolves over time with DKO. But as far as Splitgate goes, it's one of the most fun oddball modes, especially because the portals make it so chaotic and frenetic that like everything is always moving at all times, and it's so hard to pin someone down if they are really good at using portals, because even though you can't shoot your gun while you're holding the oddball, you can still portal. Mm-hmm. So like if you are one of the people who just ran the race courses all the time, so you could get all the portal paths down and travel like at the speed of light all the time around the map, then you win. I mean, there's you win, <laughs> but it's so much fun. I just throw on some music, you know, get myself a witch doctor too. And it's one of the games that I just get sauce to shoot at. It's fun. Uh, sauce wars Port- portal. Portal sauce? I don't know. Um, there's something in there. That's um, a whole other thing. There is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This is. Uh, it's always good to see you playing this. This. This game is like. Uh, it's just a hoot to watch. Uh, I think this is a really good game for people who don't watch a lot of shooter streams. You know, because um, you don't really need to know anything. <laughs> As a viewer, I mean, you've got uh, pretty straightforward weapons. You've got like map stuff that's gonna just be going really fast anyway but don't sweat it uh but like saw this clip that that we're watching from your uh from your channel is just clean you know you got the baseball bat i forgot about that melee weapon it's one of the only like fps's that makes me feel like i'm good at fps's (laughs) yeah because like i'm okay at halo but you know halo has so much like controller aim assist that Literally, a five-year-old could just basically pick up a controller and beat you. Woo! So, shots fired! Shots fired! I mean, hey. that's no, you're not wrong. You know, <laughs> I am that five-year-old. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? A five-year-old lost into this game, and I'm gonna teach him a lesson. I'll tell you what. <laughs> They're gonna learn the hard way uh, today. 
<laughs> I love throwing a portal on the ground and then putting one up high so that I'll just shoot out, you know, once I jump down through the portal. That's what most of my games are, are me just getting shot in the back while I'm, like, fiddling around with science. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm usually not at the top of the charts on the, you know, kills. But, uh, oops. We'll find some way to uh, play it. Because I know that we were going right. we to play it once on stream, like on this channel once. But at the time, your motherboard couldn't handle it or something like that. So yep. It broke very badly. Before, before, you know, it dies for real, real, we'll be able to get up there and play. Uh, yeah, I it could still probably... is free to download, everybody. So. Oh, it is still free to download. Well, I should get this up again because uh, this is worth playing. And yeah, my, uh, my old processor couldn't handle none of it. Uh, not on stream, anyway. Woo! <laughs> So that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Um, this game has just a lot of good modes, and and uh, something I appreciated from it was that you can really customize uh, the map types that you queue for. So in matchmaking, you can be like very specific about which maps and uh, different queues because there are tons of different game types. Um, which ones you want to queue for? So it's not like some games. Um, many shooters and multiplayer games struggle from something where depending on the time of day let's say you're playing on like a sunday night or something um if there's a certain weird game mode that not a lot of people play uh in most games you're just not going to get a game quickly at all you're going to be waiting 15 minutes for a lobby um but splitgate allows you to queue for tons of different game types and yeah of course the most popular ones are probably going to come up the most but there's still a chance that you can play those weird oddball ones because everyone's queued for a ton of things uh, so it makes it easy to play some of the weird off-the-wall things and not feel like you need to be playing at peak hours, which, you know, even in Overwatch, in some of the arcade matches, I feel like that. I'm like, man, there's got to be 11 other people who want to play this mode right now. I don't want to wait 20 minutes. So. Yeah, I definitely do not queue for the swap modes. I like I like me some radar, okay? <laughs> me Give me the radar. <laughs> and also, I don't queue for the zombie modes either because fuck zombies. Well... <laughs> uh, that's the last word on that, man. You said, yeah, you've said a few times you're like uh, zombies. Nah, we're we're all Egyptian and Norse right now, you know. Uh, <laughs> leaving zombies behind. I'm up for the Norse ride. I am. I can't wait for that wave to keep coming. coming. They'll they'll make a Norse version of Splitgate. Norse skins. Yeah. Um, you know they'll use the Bifrost to jump through portals. I don't know. They're probably doing this on Fortnite right now. It's actually funny you say that because when I played yesterday, the featured skin in the shop was one called Ironside, which was definitely a Viking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got their fingers the on the pulse. And the, and the braided beard and everything. It's too funny. Man. And then um, DKO's next update is going to be Norse theme too. So That's right. Keep it coming. We're okay with that at least. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're yeah. okay with that. Uh, well, hell yeah. Uh, is there anything else besides Splitgate you've been playing? Obviously, you've been playing Divine Knockout still on, uh, you know, as an official. What's your official title, actually? So don't get it wrong. Um, I am. So it's weird because it's two separate roles. I am an ambassador, um, which is basically like, you know, I'm like a face for the game, uh, mm -hmm. basically. And then I'm on the official stream team. I'm a stream team member. So um, being an ambassador doesn't outright mean that you're automatically on the stream team. It's two separate applications. And when I applied for the stream team one, because I had applied to be an ambassador, like at the at TwitchCon, because they had like a they gave you the code for the alpha or whatever. Yeah. And then would you like to be like a you know a DKO partner or whatever? And so I joined the alpha and then I applied for that. I didn't hear anything back. So like last month, I reapplied again just to make sure I used the right email. Or it was like two months ago. And then um, during a dev takeover stream on the official channel, because um, I'd been hanging out there a lot, one of the um, representatives from Hi Res 
reached out to me in DMs and was like, hey, are you on the stream team, blah, blah, blah? And I was like, no, actually, you know, this has happened and I applied for this. And she was like, okay, let me get, let me pull some strings. So I applied to be on the stream team, like the stream team, while waiting to hear back from my ambassador thing. And then I got accepted to both on the same day. Lol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Money. <laughs> that's right. So it's fun. It's been fun. Yeah. Um, being on the stream team actually has, is a paid position. So that's really nice. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> being play, paid to play video games on top of, you know, my full-time streaming that I'm doing already. So that's cool. Yeah. Man, Second you'll parent. have... Not my parents. My parents always support it. But the other ones who uh, don't I mean, believe if, video games. <laughs> if you do it right, that means you'll actually have like a W-2 for gaming. You will officially put that up like a diploma, you know? Uh, that's super cool. I'm really happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, excellent. Well, yeah, so uh, Splitgate, a little splitty split, and Divine Knockout, uh, mostly for you. I know, you, well, in the mech game, what was the mech game called again? Uh, mech Arena. Mech Arena, that's right. Yeah. It's not, it's not like, you know, the most groundbreaking game on the planet, but like I said, I just use it for like a little time sink if I just am bored and want to pass some time. And if I'm burnt out on another game like Splatoon or something, I'm just like, I don't know what to play. Let me just pass some time when I think about it. Mech yeah. Arena. Uh, well, excellent. Uh, well, then let's talk about the last game we've got on the list. Uh, Chris and I played Spider Heck last week Ooh. on stream. Then we played it again over the weekend, um, which which feels like a year ago at this point. This week's been so long. Um, that game, Spider Heck, y'all, is uh, so much fun. It's on Game Pass. Uh, it's on everything. It's actually on every major system right now so uh i don't think i am confident i would say that there is no cross play but um we've all been playing together on game pass on the microsoft store on pc uh microsoft store i should say uh and that's just been a barrel of fun uh, i'm gonna restart this video here uh that we'll watch as we um as we talk about it uh, but I will play the video at the end. Uh, if you want to stick around, I'll play it with the audio. It's pretty funny. Um, this, just just watch. I'm going to full screen it here. Uh, this game is so much fun. It has a baller soundtrack the whole time. The menus are great. Um, just lots of little things to love, like me falling into Chris's lightsaber just now. Uh, but what the game actually is, is a swinging, shooting, spider-hecking um brawler and there's uh you know that's a name that's as silly as the game itself uh you and your friends can either play wave-based co-op uh or my game my video's looking all crazy right here hold on um you can play wave-based co-op or you can play um versus you know a classic versus like you'd play in a duck game uh, which is another wonderful party game that you cannot match make for because there aren't enough players in the world. That just it never works. It's <laughs> just a real shame. But uh, this game is wonderful. You pick up all of these items, uh, all these weapons that have lots of lasers and explosions and all sorts of fun stuff. And there's the death zone. Oh, bye, Chris. You just flew off screen. Uh, you know, the uh, the death zone there will kill you and enemies alike. Um, but but it's unlike well, it's unlikely that the enemies will fly in there. But it's really easy to knock yourself in here. Watch Chris almost knocks himself. Um, the kickback from his gun. Oh, it did kill him actually. <laughs> this whole game is about hubris. Yes, <laughs> like, it is. You you just cannot like go out there super confident and and expect to win. Oh, but <laughs> so the yeah, this right here was me. Uh, I was like, oh man, I'm feeling pretty cool. Look at all this cool shotgun swinging stuff. And then I 
swung directly into the death zone and died. Chris says, uh, well, how do you feel now? Humbled. That's how I feel. Yeah. Um, so just lots of stuff. I mean, when we played this last week, I was glad that Lizzie was out of the house because I couldn't stop myself from screaming. Uh, I mean, look at this. Look at this huge <laughs> laser that kills everything and knocks everybody back. Um, absolute. Oh, yeah, Fuzzy. We're talking about spider heck. Absolute pandemonium. Um, seriously, I cannot recommend this game enough. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was belly laughing a lot, uh, both on the stream and afterwards uh, this weekend. I don't know what else to say. This video speaks for itself, and this uh, is I mean, this is like just... such a small amount of our stream that you guys are watching. Um, <laughs> it's a huge bomb. It's such a huge bomb. Uh, it's cuckoo bananas, y'all. It's absolutely cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bananas. Um, oh, that uh, that chat command is not correct. Um, oops. Uh, it's cool. Solve, but um, goodness, I mean, just just what a great uh, a great game. So, uh, silly physics, lots of weapony stuff. But the real game changer for me was that you can either um, play co op or versus, uh, because with the with the co op, it makes it so that even if you're playing with a team where one person is very experienced and uh, someone else is brand spanking new, if you're on the same team. It's just as fun to play, you know? Sometimes yeah. it can be no fun to play a game like this, like Smash Brothers, where your friend is really, really good at the game, and you're really not, you know? Uh, that can suck sometimes, <laughs> because yes. uh, some people also, like, don't, you know, they show no mercy. Anyway, a co-op uh, co mode really solves that problem, so you can play with anybody. You don't need to be good at the swinging to have fun laughing at the swinging. Um, and dying, you know, <laughs> kind of just like Chaos Gate. Dying is part of the package. Uh, you're accidentally going to shoot your friends, and you're accidentally going to blow yourself up. Uh, just lots of goofball goofball stuff. Um, but we'll, uh, yeah, I'll play the video at the end with sound um, one more time. But I highly recommend going and watching our VOD here on Twitch. We'll have that up on, the whole thing up on YouTube later. Um, one of... One of the most fun... Well, actually, I'd say it's the most fun stream I've had uh, this year, outside of all the fun with Pentiment. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good time. It's a really good time. So, uh, yep, go go watch that, and we'll just keep talking about it, uh, because we're going to keep playing it. This is a kind of game, uh, it supports one through four players. I think you could play the co-op mode just by yourself, because you can't... I mean, it allows you to, certainly. Um mm. But there's lots of difficulty modifiers in between uh, waves there, in between rounds. You can buy upgrades, just like uh, a roguelike or something, or like played up. You know, you do a round and then you buy an, uh, an upgrade. Uh, but in so choosing your upgrade, you also choose your map. It'll show you what kind of map uh, it'll offer. So if there's, um, you know, if there's a specific map you do or don't want to try out, you can... Uh, find it or avoid it and even on the matchmaking like one of the settings menu screens uh you can customize which maps will be in the regular rotation so if there's uh you know a specific map that you and your friends just can't stand you turn it off and you play with all the other ones it's great uh oh there's also as an aside there's also a great menu one of the best menus i've played in a while probably besides deep rock galactic uh where the main menu where you uh just hang out in the lobby you can practice weapons. You can choose, of course, your uh, 
the mode type that you want to play. But there's also an obstacle course, like a challenge mode thing, um, that'll really test your skills. That I've only gotten past like three platforms. Uh, Chris, I know you've gotten further than me. I don't know how farther, uh, how far you've gotten. But oh no, it's like three or four of the platforms, and that was it. It's pre I, they're pretty I, tough. Yeah, so they're really hard. It's nice that that's just right there in the lobby. You don't have to leave. Uh, you don't have to like select it somewhere. It's just there, so you can play around while you're waiting for your friends or whatever. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's Spider Heck. I'll talk about that more um, after I go back and do some more editing. This was some fun footage to to cut through. Um, so yeah, that's uh, the best party game I've played in 2023. So we'll keep keep that on the rotation on our Discord. Um, but I think that's gonna be it for what we've been playing. We've been playing a lot of stuff. Uh, and as always, a pretty wide variety, too. So, uh, what we're going to do is um, I'm going to kind of prep for our game for tonight. We'll do some Hi-Fi Rush, uh, which is a rhythm game that, as I said before, got announced and released yesterday. Uh, but as I set that up, Violets, do you want to get the ball rolling on some little discussion, a little party topic tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to do a little thing here that is, uh, what are our favorite Rhythm games, of course. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush being announced and everything. Uh, just Twitter was talking about it way too much, and everybody Literally. was like, "You know, uh, this looks like twenty-five different games." Mm -hmm. um, and I got real salty about Sunset Overdrive because I feel like I was like one of five people that played it all the way through. Uh, but you know, uh, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> but who, who's better who's like, better i wanted to play that game but at the same at the time it first came out it was like an xbox exclusive or something and mm -hmm. i didn't have mine anymore yeah so it like then perfect. it came out on pc and i was like oh, yes yeah I, but at that point i was already like deep into splatoon so <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it's still good today um buying it on pc actually sounds like a good idea that that would be fun um it had and it had a ton of dlc um like I'm pretty sure I put at least 70 hours into that sucker. Um, but again, that is like one one part of what Hi-Fi Rush appears to be. Uh, for me personally, um, Get down. I, uh, I play a lot of rhythm games, but yeah. last year I played two at the same time and did a whole ass review on both of them. You played was, one on a Guitar no. Hero controller and the other one with a <laughs> footpad. Sure yep. thing. Yep. <laughs> the exact way I played. Um, but no, my, my favorite uh, recent uh, rhythm game is A Musical Story. Uh, that, that game is just incredibly unique in how it does what it does. It, it tells a story with no dialogue, just music, and these really beautiful or even sometimes beautifully ugly uh, art scenes uh, going, on, going on in the back. Uh, and just that very simple but still occasionally difficult um repetition style of gameplay where you've got the the circle and you're you're just hitting the notes as they come up uh as we get the video up here um you just hold in a certain direction when needed or you just uh, you know feel it you feel the music going and that's what really drives you to get it right every time uh, you know you got to get the you... get the right sound feel <laughs> yeah I can tell you it was it was hard doing it um uh with the Rising? switch connected to the TV. Yeah. I I tried to get it out there. <laughs> if I were playing like handheld, 
uh, and with headphones, I'm pretty sure it would have been the best experience overall. But I still haven't tried it like that. There you go, Chris. That that would be that would be a choice for the Steam Deck, I think. A music oh, music story. Yeah. 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 Headphones. I too in. would appreciate that suggestion since you know I also own a Steam Deck. Oh. Yeah. Steam Squad. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, a, a musical story uh, came out last year, and I can't recommend it any more than I do. It, I think that had twenty five, maybe, maybe less, uh, around no. twenty levels uh, to explore and, and tell this really beautiful story. Um, a this seventies, seventies, and drugs inspired story. That's that's yes. all it really is. Where it would stock the game. It is. It totally is. It's 150% uh, the point. Uh, although there is there's some some sadness. There's some romance. Uh, literally after that clip, like your main character is actually naked, like a second after that. So it's kind of funny. Um, Do we see this? Yeah. <laughs> in in a in a 70s cartoony way, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that's that's my favorite rhythm game. Uh, most recently, I do play a ton oh, of them. Oh, hey, uh, Bylos, let me too. let me interrupt you real quick. That's a noodle alert. Uh, okay, that's a throwback. <laughs> yes, um, yes, a callback there. A uh, yeah, that's a noodle alert called out for a Odysseus there. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> noodle alert. So uh, let's let's see. We <laughs> Tegan, you, you're gonna go last for just writing it like that. <laughs> and I, I can go because yeah yeah because i have a question does tetric tetris effect count as a rhythm game uh, yes yeah i think if you're talking about connected yeah connected what do you mean connected so uh well it's it's connected on game pass technically but yeah tetris it's called yeah connected. it's called connect so it's originally just called tetris effect and then they did like an updated version called Tetris Effect Connected, which like then you could play against each other and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that whole game is like. That's not really what I think of when I think of a rhythm game, but like. As you like twist the Tetris pieces around, it makes music that, you know, makes sounds that are with the music that is playing in the back. Like it just feels very rhythmic. Um, and in some of the higher difficulty levels, it actually forces you to go along with the music in order to get the feel right, too. So, like, That's I don't cool. remember. It was the, what is it, like the endless mode or whatever it's called in this one? Uh, has that, and after, I think I, I could play, like, four minutes straight, and it just goes and goes and goes and goes until you just can't anymore. And at the end of that, it would always be, like, you're you're clicking to, to slam your uh, shape down like on that beat because it's coming so fast at you. Like, yeah. yeah. And if, if, if that is an unacceptable answer, then my answer would be beat saber. Uh, first time playing that in a, or, or um, yeah, beat saber or um, box VR, which is like a boxing workout game, but it is, you're boxing to the beat of the song. Um, um, all of those are any rhythm game is like a great experience in VR. Uh yeah, for sure. Like VR's made for that stuff. Um I'm distracted. I'm trying to build a an animosity through using Twitch emotes, like some just real horrible looking thing. Um I can't do it. Uh, I'm getting I have to I since I've said mine, I have to bail really quick. Ava's gotta go outside. She's whining. Okay, bye. <laughs>
Wow. Any excuse not this year? I have to say then, Chris, wow. I can't believe it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually really funny because I can piggyback off of what he said. Um, right. One of my favorite rhythm games is actually Beat Saber. It is um, a good one. one of the first games that made me fall in love with virtual reality. And it was the second play, the second game that I played for virtual reality. The first one I, was called the Un- Unspeakables, Unbreakables, something like that, where you played like a wizard, like a mage. Um, and you cast spells with hand motions and stuff. It was really, really cool. Um, but the the one that made me really fall in love with virtual reality was Beat Saber. Um, and I'm really good at it. <laughs> uh, I like games that I'm really immediately good at. That's why I started playing Macarena, because I'm really good at it. <laughs> you know, we had joked about having a party topic tonight that was about uh, turning down the difficulty on games, because Chris and I have both done that with the games we're playing. And you were like, oh, I have nothing to talk about because I don't turn it down. I don't. I only play on hard <laughs> mode like a real gamer. Well, I don't, I don't just, I just don't mess with the difficulty of anything at all. Like, it's I just, just naturally easy to you. So you just, you know. <laughs> Benson so calling you out. <laughs> Yay. Well, actually, Benson uh, got to see me in action at Nakacon. Um, it was difficult, though, because it was on a PSVR system which is different, like, fundamentally on how it, like, detects movements and whatnot. So the first time I played it, and it was on a projector as well, which was another story. So the first time I played it, it went really well. And then the second time I played it, um, it was, like, it kept not registering the controls or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I had to go back, like, I'm, I'm really fluid and, like, elegant when I'm playing the game. And, you know, most people just kind of, like, chop at the air or whatever, but, like, we got I don't two do it like on that. Screen. So, Hell yeah. Um, but the second time I played it, like, Benson even approached me. He was just like, what was wrong? You look like a robot out there. And I was like, it's broken. <laughs> my mech um, is busted. My controller's lagging. Okay. Oh, my God. My brother, like, took the controller from me. And that would never work because I'm an only child. So. Oh, man. Well, now you're giving away your secrets. <laughs> uh, my cat. My cat. My cat. <laughs> <laughs> my dad works at Nintendo. Um, uh, I did have some footage for y'all. But um, I don't. I don't see it. Uh oh. You know, well, yeah. Give me a second. Hold on. I got distracted. A couple of uh, my favorite songs. Memeing the stream. Um, oh no, you're fine. A couple of my favorite songs, um, from just like streaming on that I stream on my stream all the time, come from Beat Saber actually. And um, last night actually I was playing the Beat Saber soundtrack while I was playing Splitgate because it's one of them. It's very hype, you know, and it's DMCA safe. They will not copyright you for that. Not anything from the Beat Saber soundtracks, and um, most of the stuff by Monster Cat is safe. Because Monster Cat actually has a connection, partnership, affiliation, whatever, with High Risk Studios. So uh, DKO streamers have like full-on playlists from Monster Cat that they can use for their stream that they don't have to worry about being stricken against from, you know, DMCA. That's really nice. Yeah. And one of the DJs that works underneath Monster Cat's label has a skin in Smite. Oh, damn. You can play as this DJ in Smite. I'm like, what? So hopefully, I'm trying to get on that. I'm trying to go to that level and get me a skin in DKO because he likes that's I'm, awesome. I'm like, would it have to be an Izanami, though? Yeah, it has to be. Of course. Okay. I've, read, I've already joked in the Discord. I was like, wow, what if Izanami had, like, a purple dress and her head crest was, like, gold with, like, red and green flowers? Wow, wouldn't that be interesting? Wow. I think it's very doable. <laughs> I wonder saying. what around here that's on my person has red and green on it that could possibly mimic that. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, my, for the listeners out there just listening, um, I'm holding up my crown. So. <laughs> Royalty. Um, but Beat Saber... As you can see, I have my signature colors. I set it to that, um, purple and green. 
because you can customize everything in that. You can customize left-handedness. You can customize if you want the arrows or not. You can customize difficulty. You can customize whether or not you want to use one sword or two. Um, if you want to do it head-on or just there's like 360 modes and everything like that. There's multiplayer now, which is super cool. I, That's new, like newer. Um, yeah, what does that now, even mean? That's like a couple years out. So it's basically like arcade. You play the, you play the mode as normal. It's not like attack or anything. So you don't send garbage to people to obstruct them or anything. You just compete to see who gets the highest score. And you're all simultaneously playing in this lobby. And it's it's actually really cool visually because you see all these people's avatars. You see your, your own path ahead of you. And say there's five people in there. So it's arranged like a pentagon. Mm-hmm. So you'll see two people at either corner in front of you. And then to your sides, you'll have two people as well. And you could see how they're doing while you're playing. And it's kind of nuts. That's crazy. But, uh, I would love to see a whole room full cool. of people try to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I'm, I'm so sad because now I don't think I'll have enough room in the new apartment to play it. No. Um, in, in my room, in my room. We'll see. Because I wanted to get some Beat Saber streams or some kind of virtual reality stream going. <laughs> I imagine you stumbling out of your stream room and you're like, this space is mine now. <laughs> you just set up all your, all your stuff. You're like, sorry, we're beaten. You know, we're uh, we're sword yeah, fighting yeah. out here. It's fun. It's fun. It's a fun game. Um, in this video, actually, I get a like I don't miss a single note. I get a full combo and a high score. So that's pretty dope. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, switch over to the other one real quick, actually. Yeah, yeah. So screw the other one that I have listed on here is uh, "In the Groove" one and three, specifically those two because I don't like any of the songs from "In the Groove" too. Um, I love me some in the groove. And this game I'm actually playing right now on screen is, I think, Step Mania. This is actually footage taken from Nakacon. And you can see me there cosplaying as Nesta, <laughs> which Vilos is excited about in chat. And <laughs> I saw this Pikachu like suit player. And I was like, I need to dance with you. Can we dance together? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, let's dance. And I was like, we're having a Pokemon battle right now. And this was it, the Pokemon dance battle. I love that. But, uh, I love that the Pikachu is like, you know, I'm trying. Like, you see the foot come down a couple times in the same spot, like, uh, maybe. You got it's like it. I got this tail back here for stability. Well, it's, it's so hard to tell. Um, like, she was talking about, like, her visual, like, her field of vision in that suit. I mean, it's a giant inflatable suit with, like, a big window, kind of like the T-Rex thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, your peripheral vision can't pick up, like, where your feet are supposed to be going with the arrows and everything. It's really hard to track. So, um, yeah, this is Step Mania, I believe. But in the groove, one and three, those are the the rarest arcade machines to find in this area. Because you, as you know, I work at an arcade sometimes, and um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone's been asking, "Are you guys going to get a dance machine? Are you guys going to be a dance machine?" I've been looking for in the groove machines ever since I started working there, and it's been two and a half years now, I think. Well, um, and people are like, "Well, why don't you get the Pump It Up, which is the diagonal arrow dancing game?" I think that's I think that's Korean based, like it's out of Korea. Um, and then DDR is like j- Japanese based. And I think In the Groove is also Japanese based, but it could be American. I'm not sure. But like, who likes diagonal arrows? I know Benson does. Ben, like, I think Pump It Up is one of Benson's favorite machines. But um, orthogonal, orthogonal. Like, if we want to get all of the like super duper professional arcade dancers in the arcade, yeah, we'll get a Pump It Up. But we're trying to keep it casual for the whole family. Keep it cash. And also, I'm bad yeah. at the diagonal one, so we're not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> and also that's true benson benson says in chat we have enough pump it up machines around i think the only the only in the groove machine in the entire kc metro area that i know of is um it is at an arcade across state line that's all i'm gonna say because i don't want to like dox anybody here 
Wait, um, it's it is. Wait, who are you trying not to dox? The the store? Uh, they would love it if you told everybody where they were. Or the arcade. Uh, yeah. Everyone who's listening to us is pretty local. So Broadway Arcade. Yeah. <gasps> All right. Well, people yeah. listen in Seattle like me, just that means nothing to you and you're not welcome here. So quit asking. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, let me uh, let me jump to mine real quick, actually, uh, because I just very swiftly downloaded the trailer, if that's all right, Sav. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, before you do, I just wanted to honorably mention Metal Hellsinger. I love that game. It's so good. It's pretty dope. And um, like the other games turn me up, you know, it gets me hyped up. They turn me up. And Metal Hellsinger turns me on. All right. Oh. That game is so good. Play Th- it. That game's baller. Uh, I like watching. Well, so we had Vilos play that on stream uh, when it first came out. I think the very first week that it came out. And then, mm-hmm. Sav, you've played it. Uh, you've at least played it. I can't remember if you streamed it or not. And then I've also watched Shani really go for, uh, Shani Peck go for high scores in Discord, uh, which has been great because sometimes when we're in a big group, but we're not all playing the same game, he'll stream it in there and he won't really talk much because he's focusing on the game, you know, and you get in a rhythm, you get in the zone. And so it's just this great metal soundtrack for hanging out in Discord. Uh, so and it's dope. It's great to watch because you got, you know, he's building up a multiplier. You get all these different weapons because you're shooting the weapons and jumping on rhythm as, uh, you know, the like bar in the middle of the screen hits uh, in the middle. It's really good stuff. It's got cool voice acting, um, a bunch of licensed music. It's, it's really good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, that's like a whole, that's it's a real good one. That one's on Game Pass. Oh, I'll take that one to the bank, among other things. Uh, but then let's see. Uh, I, I actually can't see. Is Chris back right now? <laughs> I assume I'll He's hear him. Fast. Okay, then let me get him on screen uh, so I'm not just uh, memeing him um, right here. There we go. What's up, Chris? Hello. Oh, well, you know, right as we were coming back inside, I, I, I took Ava off the leash and she decided to bolt, uh, which is nice because we have a very busy street right in front of our house. That's good. So that was a fun adventure we just had. Well, you know. She didn't run into the street, but she made me think she was going to. I mean, it's almost impossible not to. I know. <laughs> Car! <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I'm glad everything's okay. Uh, you know, she just yeah. made, made you sweat a little bit, but, uh, you know, dogs. I also have activity-induced asthma, so, oh, you know. that's good. That's what yeah, you want. this is the best to, like, chase a Siberian husky. Well, you know, because they're uh, not fast. No, and they hate the cold, and you do really well in the cold with uh, exercise-induced asthma. I can speak from correct, experience. Correct. So Luckily, it's really I keep, I keep that thing scenario. on me. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's see. I'll play the trailer here for uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. This was a game that came out um, two or three years ago. Uh, that is a Vilos is not convinced. Um, it came out not so long ago. I mean, I think it was 2020. No, 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 dude. That came out. That came out when uh, I was still doing my podcast because Cam was talking about it a bunch. Then okay, I guess it's 2019. Yeah, late 2019. Okay, see, that's that's so unreasonable. No win for Tegan. Yeah, win for me, the person who can't spell the name of the game right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sayonara Sayonara Wild Hearts is a uh, wonderful game. Where you play uh, to this this wonderful upbeat soundtrack to these really nice visuals here uh, of a character who 
like yeah it's a rhythm game but it's basically you cruising around this beautiful like sound like audio visual landscape yeah check this out so it's your character in, in a very unique level every level is very different both visually sound wise and mechanically um as you uh, use a bunch of button presses to like timed in certain ways and you've got this level that usually has like a bunch of space for you to move in and you want to try to move yourself on the right track um, and part of doing that is the things you're picking up the small and big uh, pickups like those hearts you see uh, they all hit on beat as the music is going so it's not just you know cool and to a rhythm it's to the rhythm of the song you're doing um, and every Every little thing that you pick up uh, gives you a like an audio reward for what you're doing. There's not much punishment. Like, yeah, you can definitely fail levels. I remember there's one, it's like the fourth level or something. I failed a bunch of times before I got it right. Um, but they're all really cool. And, and uh, uh, I don't know, maybe six months ago, I, I picked this up. I was sitting on my couch. Like, I'm almost entirely PC gaming these days. But occasionally I'm sitting on the couch uh, and I'll have like 20 minutes to play something. And I'm like, well, what do I play? Well, I booted this back up, uh, and I played the first couple levels again. And man, this game really is a treat. Um, highly, highly recommend it. Um, you don't have to have any rhythm. I do want to make that clear. Some people, when you recommend a rhythm game, they're like, but what if I don't have rhythm? Doesn't matter. Um, this game wants you to succeed. And I think there might be a mode where you can't fail. I can't remember if that's true, but uh, this game wants you to have fun, you know? Some rhythm games want to be challenging or offer a, a specific type of mastery that they that they want you to achieve. This game just wants you to feel good, uh, plain and simple. It's it's really good, um, and it was recommended, uh, like Chris said, through um, Cam Koenig, who was playing it. He was the first person I knew to play it uh, back in late 2019. Don't forget that. Uh, we all knew that. There was no dispute. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's a real good one. I think it sets a real standard for what a rhythm game can be, um, outside of just, like, lining up a song and being like, okay, we're, we're focusing on the song, which is what I imagine, like, DDR is to me. Um, where it's like, you pick a song, you load it up, you press the buttons at the right time, that's a rhythm game. But Sayonara Wild Hearts was the first one that I played where I was like, this feels, like, yes, this is a game that has music intrinsically tied to the mechanics but um it just didn't fit into the genre in a way that i had made room for in my head you know so essentially this expanded the genre i think metal hell singer like you mentioned um also expanded the genre i think it's great people love music people love games this is a great way to experience both of those without um a high barrier to entry so like cool. it's funny that it's called like wild hearts because like it's a game that has like a lot of personality, like a lot of soul to it too. So it's like heart and soul. Um, and and it's got the queen of soul, uh, Queen Latifah in there. Exactly. It wasn't about to say- like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for interrupting you just so I can- It's oh too late. God. It's too late, Tegan. <laughs> the signature Tegan. Why am I like you this? Why am I like this? But I'm glad oh. that we all know that though. Like even chat was talking about it. Uh, Ed and chat had mentioned that as well. But like literally punctuated by the fact that Queen Latifah is in there narrating the game. With her soulful singing voice, and she, I love listening to her voice. You know, me too. She's like that lunch lady in at school that's just like, "Come here, baby, let me get you your spinach." I keep hearing on the know? radio. <laughs> I keep hearing old Queen Latifah songs that I've never heard before, or things that she sampled on, and I'm just like, "Man, this is great!" Like it's new to me, so it feels new. Uh, yeah, she's talented, has a wonderful voice. 
Uh, I'm actually really surprised that none of us had mentioned. Uh, what was that one that Chris demoed? The rhythm game. It was like melatonin. Really... Melatonin. Thank you. I forgot um, about that. That one. was really, really, really nice. I love the music in that one. I actually mm-hmm. watched um, a creator called Gab Smolders, who is normally known for her like indie horror walkthroughs, uh, playthroughs, and everything. She was playing this game, and so I got to see like the rest of the levels that Chris didn't get to, and like it gets really intense. Like there are different time signatures. You got to start using shoulder buttons and like, it's crazy, but it's really cool. And like the pastel aesthetic of it is very relaxing. So that's another game I would recommend too is uh, Melatonin. Melatonin. Well, hell yeah. Well, that's a whole lineup of uh, a bunch of different types of rhythm games. Uh, Well, then without any further ado, let's uh, let's wrap this up so we can go watch Yusuf play uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Um, so Hi-Fi Rush, um, I actually, I meant to give us a trailer here. Um, I'll play it, um, as we, as we outro, but, uh, Hi-Fi Rush was announced at the Bethesda Microsoft showcase yesterday, which had a bunch of fun stuff. Um, it had Minecraft, uh, not Legends, but Minecraft Dungeons, maybe? It looked like almost- Legends. Legends, you were right. Golf Legends. Um, (laughs) It uh, it almost looked like a real-time strategy, sort of, sort of. Please don't roast me in the comments on this. It kind of looked like a real-time strategy game of Minecraft where you are base building, building up an army with units, and then you go and attack the enemy base, essentially, um, which is how I would describe an RTS, even though this is like a whole different aesthetic. It's not isometric like Age of Empires would be or uh, even like Civilization. Civilization? No, you're looking at like a board, but... I'm getting wrapped up in the details. That game looked cool. Uh, there was some cool Elder Scrolls Online stuff. Uh, even if you don't play that game, you should go watch that reveal because their like directs for that game are, are still really fun. If you like anything Elder Scrolls, if you've ever liked Skyrim, um, those are fun to watch, even if you're not going to play the game. But then the, uh, the crowning uh, game announcement of the day was uh, Hi-Fi Rush, uh, a rhythm beat em up game. It actually reminded me, uh, Sav, it reminded me of uh, Splatoon in some of the, like, the the way that the camera was, like, you'd go up and then it would follow behind the back downwards as the character, like, did a punch or a kick or something, the way that Splatoon will, especially as you dive into uh, the ink. I could see that. Yeah, um, so... People have been liking it a lot, too, not only Sunset Overdrive, but, um, like, Jet Set Radio and things like that. Um, I'm really excited to dive into it myself. I really love the art style, like the kind of beautiful Joe looking cell shaded affair, you know? Yep. Um, well, I'm going to try uh, to get this video. Let's see. Can I Can I do this? No, I can't. All right. We're going to do this the old fashioned way. Actually, you know what? I'll play this in a minute so we can wrap the show up professionally. Quick. Vilos, edit this out later. Uh, we'll, we'll fix it in post. Um, uh, look, look, I got a stream marker for you because that's how we do it. Huh? Actually, we've had a great job. I want to shout out the mods. This will still probably get edited out. Uh, shout out to the mods uh, in Odysseus 2, especially with like Spider Heck last week, um, creating some markers, which made it so much easier to uh, go back and find those fun clips that um, I showed before. And I am still going to show you after the stream. We really appreciate that because that is a wonderful way to help uh, support the stream just while you're watching. Um, anyway, uh, I'm going to get this uh, this game up on here. But uh, yeah, we're going to get the Hi-Fi Rush. So thank you, everybody, for joining us for the podcast uh, segment of the show. Um, we have all of our socials and all the stuff. We've been uh, we've been doing a pretty good job, I think, 
of uh, making some fun clips. We're practicing our hands, uh, Chris and I, at editing a little bit. So if you want to follow our socials, we've got some fun YouTube shorts and TikToks of what we've been playing uh, that you can find on our website. Our website is partyinvite.games. Um, it's also got Vilos' uh, blogs and JRPG journey on it. And maybe soon everybody else's website. Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't forget. Um, I am a good team member, and I wouldn't forget something like that. How, how could you? <laughs> we're um, going to be waiting for like official posts on there just before announcing that. But um, we're starting our own blogs on there too, guys. So there we go. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, some of us are uh, a little slower to get through it than others. But uh, but yes, you can expect those soon on our website, um, which is really exciting. I've just been, I've been loving pouring more energy into uh, the clip editing and, and seeing what Vilas is doing with the website. And it's all good stuff. So go and uh, go check out that website, partyinvite.games. Like I said, you can find all our socials on there. And uh, if you really want to support us without spending any money, we would love it if you would go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, that would really go a long way to helping us reach a new audience, you know, new uh, new uh, people. Making our com healthy community a little bit better. Lots of good people in here. So anyway, uh, let's wrap up the show. I've been Tegan. That's been Chris. That's been Sav. And that's Vilos. Uh, catch you again for the podcast next Thursday. Bye. Bye. See you next.